0: Well, I guess we should get started. Welcome to We're Starting a Podcast, a podcast dedicated to figuring out what this podcast is going to be about. And with us, as always, since the last episode, we have Dallin Lucas here. Yeah, it's good to it's good to be on this. And I am Dallin J. We're trying to figure out what this podcast is going to be with some experimentation. And that's OK. Uh we're, we're here to learn, and I hope you guys will join us on this journey of learning. Okay, let's see what we got. So I guess first I'll address the elephant in the room. I'm not wearing glasses today. Um, this is because someone told me that I look like Matt Walsh. If you don't know who he is, he's a, a right-wing political... Uh, personality Um, I don't really know exactly what he stands for or whatever but I've seen a couple of his videos and I do look like him and I don't really want to be associated looking like somebody else so um, I'm not going to be wearing my glasses from here on out yeah I'm I think uh, even though we have similarities I think I'm just going to keep my glasses on because I think me looks like this. That's so. totally fine. Okay, so I'm gonna start this episode out by reading some comments, and I'm excited because we actually got some this time, and that's that's pretty uh, pretty good news. Let's see. So this one is from Mister Caboose seventy two. He asks, "Y'all need to talk about." what it's like to start a podcast about starting podcasts. The people need to know. So, um, yeah. And so, yeah, that's, this is, uh, something that we, I feel are slowly becoming experts at. Um, I mean, what What would you say about that? yeah, I mean, I feel like we have something pretty cool going on, and it might take a few episodes to get the hang of it, but um yeah this is it's just a lot of fun, like trying to figure things out, uh workshop some stuff, base things off of comments that people have left um and I think we'll we'll get the swing of things uh soon enough, yeah. Uh, for, for, for sure. Yeah. One thing, uh, I would like to say is when you're starting a podcast, you're going to be talking to yourself a lot until you slowly build up an audience. Then you'll have more people to communicate with and to express your opinions to. Um, but for now it's mostly talking to ourselves. and, uh, yeah, that's true. It's, it's still pretty fun though. So yeah, so that, that, uh, That pretty much sums up that question. Um, But you may have seen this. I don't know. uh, But I also posted clips from our last episode. Um, Let me find those real quick. And it was getting some pretty good response. And if this is any indication, I feel like they thought that your financial advice was real advice coming from a real guru of finance. Well, that's awesome. um, That might be an indication that we should continue doing this bit. And I'm down. Let's see. One person said, if you're going to increase the rent, people are just going to leave. What do you say about that? See, now the thing that they didn't get is you're supposed to put down 10%. And then increase the rent by 10% every month. And then you'll get to where you need to be. We did it. I did it. You did it. We all did it. So stop being lazy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if any of you lack wisdom, put down 10%. Obviously, if they had a little more context with the video, they'd probably not feel this way. But that's the point of these short clips is to kind of build buzz and to hopefully draw people in to our full podcast. Um, And I had a little cheeky response to this person saying, if you're going to increase the rent, people are just going to leave. And I said, haven't had a disappointed customer yet. Classic. But. And that's uh, that's where it ended um so yeah i think this is a pretty good bit we might want to revisit it in the future um so keep keep that in mind and keep practicing the voice because i think you did a pretty good job i most certainly will yeah so i would just like to encourage you to leave comments um Interact with our videos, whether it's here on YouTube, in our podcasts, uh, TikTok, Instagram, uh, we will read your comments and we will do our very best to respond to each and every one of them. Some of them will be answered here on the podcast and it just makes the community feel a little bit more alive and we are so grateful for the people who have left comments so far and keep it up. Okay. So let's, uh, let's move on. Um, So I just like to say, I don't have a lot planned for this episode. I kind of wanted to do a free form, uh, episode, and I feel like we're going to do a pretty good job with that. And if not, this is our time to experiment because a lot of podcasts don't have a schedule. It's just homies talking to each other. And yeah, it it makes you feel like you're hanging out with, with the boys. And I want people to feel like they're they're hanging out with us. Um, but I do have a couple of things that. I've noticed in this past past couple of weeks. Uh, so do you have notifications turned on your phone? Yeah, I have notifications. Um, but I, I keep my social media ones on mute because those ones blow up a little, little too much because of work. Um, not because of my own social media. Uh, I barely get anything on there, um, but for work stuff, that stuff, is going all day. And just to keep my sanity, I I turn those ones off, but I do check them frequently. So I'm not missing out on stuff there. Yeah, uh, it can get a, it can get a little obnoxious at times. Um, but I do keep a lot of them on because I, I like to be up to date when things are happening. Instagram, I have that on mute. Just like you. Um but for things like the news, uh, for example, Fox news, they have this interesting quirk whenever they're having a article about someone who's just passed away, the notification will pop up. And if it's someone who's notable, like a big name, actress, singer, uh, politician, whatever, they will say the name of the person and their age and sometimes how they did die. Um, But if it's somebody who you wouldn't know their name, um, whether they're someone who had a cameo in a show or just someone who was just lesser known, they they do whatever they can to make you feel like this person was a lot more important than they actually were. Not saying that they weren't important, their families loved them, Um, but. They weren't anyone that was that famous, and one example was there was a guy from Breaking Bad who died a few weeks ago and the. The notification made sure to emphasize an actor from Breaking Bad passed away and what they want you to be thinking is, oh, this was Brian Cranston. This was Aaron Paul. This was Giancarlo Esposito. Sorry if I mispronounced your name. Um, they want you to think it was one of the bigger names. And then you click on it and find out it was someone who was in the background um, or maybe had one line in the whole series. Uh, but they do this because they want you to click. And they want you to look at these ads and um not gonna lie it works on me every time um so obviously they're onto something um but i just i just thought that was it was kind of funny yeah that is um, that is very funny yeah yeah they gotta trick you to to click they got bills to pay they want you to look at those ads uh it's a it's a business they know what they're doing yeah and speaking of actors um i rewatched one of my favorite movies of all time uh rush hour 2 recently and honestly i could watch that movie daily like over and over again it is it's just one of those movies that i can laugh my butt off every single time even though i know the jokes are coming um it's they're they're just so good it's such a good movie yeah um, those are great movies those are really good very quotable and i would even go as far as to say it is the best sequel ever so you're saying it's even better than empire strikes back bigger than star wars and terminator 2 bigger uh, the godfather 2 bigger um, than the godfather what are some other good sequels the dark knight it's better than those ones. Yes. Even bigger than Batman himself. That is a bold statement. Um, I I think the, the main reason why I think this sequel is so good is it's a comedy. And a lot of times comedies don't uh, translate well with a sequel. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of many comedies that had better sequels than the original. Um, So I guess if you're basing it off of that, I I can I can stand by it. Because a lot of times they just rehash the same jokes. um, But they they don't work well. Uh, When you just keep repeating it, then it gets old and people get annoyed with it. Um, But for this movie, the I feel like them revisiting old jokes but then also evolving them just a little bit. um, It it makes them funnier to me. And I, I can quote every single line in the first movie and the second movie uh, by heart. I can even go as far as to know what music cues are happening where yeah, just, there's a lot of memories with these movies. I watched them all the time growing up. And yeah, they're just so good. Um, there are some lines, however, that I know I'm not supposed to <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah, there's, there's probably a few lines in there that we shouldn't be quoting. And so I edit them. I don't say the thing that they say in the movie. But yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can recite the whole movie. It's a good one. Um, the third one, however, I don't know exactly how I feel about it, because that one I haven't watched in a long time. But I remember the last time I watched it, I felt like it just ends without any logical conclusion. Um, like, I mean, yeah, they wrap up the the case and everything, but I feel like there's like the what is it? The, the epilogue, I guess you could say that, like, ties up the character stories. Like, what are they going to be doing next? Um, but they just. Solve the case and they just start dancing off to the Eiffel Tower and it just it felt kind of felt kind of weird to me. Um, and then it cuts to black and then you go to the blooper reel, which I will say this again with certainty that rush hour has the best blooper reel of any movie. No movie. I have seen has come close to having as good of a blooper reel as the rush hour movies. There are some lines in these bloopers that are just as quotable as the movie itself. And I guess the only one that I, the only movie that I guess would, would compare to the quality of the bloopers in rush hour is uh, toy story two um, and bugs life. But those were definitely scripted. Those weren't really off the cuff the beauty of the rush hour bloopers is they experimented with stuff. Uh, Chris Tucker always called Jackie Chan, Jackie, instead of his name, Lee. Um, it's, it's just so good. Um, and I feel like it adds more character to the characters, even though it's not actually part of the movie. Um, just like hearing, uh, (laughs) <laughs> like Chris Tucker talking about the filter fish, like going over and over again, filter fish and and stuff like that. It It is so funny. Um, and so if you haven't seen Rush Hour one or two, I strongly encourage you to. Um, and you will probably understand me a little bit more because I quote that movie constantly. You probably don't know that I am if you haven't seen the movies, but I am always quoting it. And it is definitely my favorite sequel of all time. All right, Rush Hour Two. I respect it. I respect it, and I can't wait for Rush Hour Four. I kind of hope that they they stay a little edgy. Like I understand you don't want to like you don't want to be like too um, politically incorrect, but uh, just just a tiny bit. Just just do it a little bit, and they yeah they are coming out with a fourth one. Um, I think it's on hiatus right now because of well obviously it's on hiatus because of the writer strike and the actor strike. Um, if that'll ever get resolved, who knows? Uh, maybe they'll just have AI Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, um, but let's let's hope not. I want to see I want to see those guys have a real on screen reunion. They they deserve it. It'd be a good time. And uh, can't wait for that movie to come out whenever the strikes are finished. So. So I heard you were in Vegas uh, about a week ago to see the Jonas Brothers. How was that? Yes, I did go to the Jonas Brothers concert. Um, Here's some proof. I don't know if the camera can see this. But here's my shirt. Jonas Brothers, Las Vegas. So I'm at the MGM Grand, a very good arena uh, for concerts, uh, even though there's 16,000 other people there, it does feel more of an intimate concert than other big, big artists. Um, I saw that they performed at Dodger Stadium the next day and Dodger Stadium is way bigger than the MGM Grand. So you probably didn't have as good of a seat if you saw it there um, than you would have in, if you saw it in Vegas. Um, but yeah. Um, were you freaking out? No, I'm not paranoid. Did you should come back from the year 3000? And I don't have a time machine. So I did have a good time. Um, but to quote Nick Jonas, I still get jealous of how passionate certain fans can be with, uh, with music because everyone in that arena was singing along to every single song, having the time of their life. And uh, I can't even think of the last time I went to a concert and I was able to sing every song. You see it with the, Taylor Swift concert recently, the Beyonce concert, uh, just the whole stadium is just singing along. And uh, I don't know if I could do that. I mean, I know a few songs here and there, but that's that is some dedication. Those are some real fans. And uh, it's impressive. It really is. But I guess if you're paying that much for those tickets to see those concerts, um, I'd probably do my homework and memorize the songs too to make uh, the experience that much better. I went to Katy Perry and I could sing a majority of those songs. So that one I did have a good time. Uh, Justin Timberlake, that's another one. I was able to sing most of those songs and have a great time. Um, But yeah, there is there is something special about being in an arena full of hardcore fans of anything, really. Um, but in this instance, uh, music and it's an energy that I understand, like why people seek that high to go to more concerts because it, it truly is, uh, a different experience. And even though I, I wasn't singing along in every song, I could still feel the excitement of the, of the arena. Um, it really wasn't until uh their happiness begins album came on that I was really singing along. Um I had I'm a sucker for you on the back of my shirt that I was wearing. Um and yeah luckily they ended with that because that was that was a bang. Um, but yeah uh I I just like I love seeing live music I just don't listen to music recreationally anymore. And, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little jealous of people who, who love listening to music and love certain artists. How could you, how could you stop listening to music? Like music is so perfect for going to the gym to pump you up, going on road trips to keep you entertained. Um, and just overall vibing. I know it really it's kind of weird, but I'm going to try to do a long story short for you. Uh, I did pest control over one summer a few years ago, and uh, they in the truck that I had for pest control, they didn't have a CD player. It didn't have a cassette tape player. And I, my only option was to listen to the radio. And this was in Indiana. This was in Indiana. <laughs> and, uh, not, I don't know if it was a normal occurrence, but the radio station there was pretty bad. And I felt like it played the same five songs over and over again. Um, I know normal radio stations play the same 10 songs over and over again. So it's not like too far off, but this, this was just like too much for me. And I tried to get over it by like memorizing the songs and like trying to have a good time with it, but it was just too much. And I just stopped listening to music around that time. And Um, there was other stuff happening in my life that also like made me not really wanting to listen to music, but, um, yeah, it, it really, it was, it was a sad day when I stopped because I used to be a DJ, um, not, not like a DJ, DJ, but I played music for events. And so being a DJ, I had to listen to lots of music. I had to be up to date. And I, I loved it. Like I loved being in the know what was like popular, what was up and coming. Um, But doing this, the pest control, being stuck in a car and not having the option to listen to the music that I wanted to really hurt. And I know I could have like just played it on my phone. That's not as that's not as cool. I could have got like a little uh, Bluetooth speaker. But I didn't do that either. And I just stopped. And, and yeah, and then that's, that's where we are today. I mean, yeah, I get it. Yeah, music is, is really amazing. And I can get down to a lot of different types of music. And I'm not opposed to people who Want to listen to what they want to listen to. I, I, I'm probably the perfect road trip companion for that reason. Cause I don't oppose any music that you want to listen to. Um, I mean, I do listen to lots of audiobooks and of course podcasts. Do you listen to our podcast? Of course. Yeah, I would hope so. I would hope so. And yeah, that, that's just, uh, what it was, but the concert was awesome. And I, I would love to go to more. Well, I'm glad you had fun at the concert, but I have one question. I don't know if you've seen in the news. There's been a lot of uh, cyber attacks happening in Vegas. And are you involved in those? (laughs) (laughs) No, I wish I wish I had that skill, but um, I don't. I, I was not responsible for that. And. Even if I did have those abilities, I would not use them maliciously. So, okay, just had to check. So yeah. Anyway, um, how how have you been in general? Like, how's work going? How's any of your hobbies going? Uh, just how are you doing? Yeah, work work is good. I love I love my job. It's a uh, it's really fun. It's really fulfilling. Um, I I love going viral um, getting those, getting those hits. Um, it's really exciting. Um, but I mean, you know, like recently it's been kind of hard. Um, you, you know, like what has been going on. Um, I've been picking up extra jobs to, try to make ends meet. I have been feeling a lot more hopeless at times and, uh, it just, it's, it's tough. Um, and I, I'm trying to do everything I can to, to not feel that way. Trying to exercise more like reading scriptures as well. Um, calling friends, hanging out with family. Um, I have my dog who is awesome. She's great. Um, but no matter what I do, um, I, I feel like I'm still playing catch up and I can't get past where I want to be. And that's really hard. And nobody told me that not having a baby would cost more than having a baby um, because the medical bills were twice as much as they would have been if we had an actual birth. Um, But you have twice the cost and none of the benefits of actually having a kid. Um, And that's been really tough. What's even harder is like, I don't know how to cope with a loss like this because with someone like dying in your family, at least you have those memories to live off of that you can remember the good times, all the, all the, the good times you had and, um, But with uh, something like this, like losing a child to a miscarriage or um, even losing a child early or stillbirth, things like that, um, there's not really the same way to grieve because you don't have those positive, happy memories to go off of. And, and yeah, it's, it's tough. I know I'm broken record saying that over and over again, but it really is. And I, I don't know if I'll ever fully heal from it, but, um, That's just uh, that's just where I'm at right now. Um, Did you hear any of what I said? Yeah, I heard you. Um, But I think you just need to man up and get over it. You know what? Thanks. That actually that actually helps a lot. Yeah, you're welcome. Because if you suppress your emotions, then you don't have to deal with them. Sometimes you just need some tough love. And that's the, the answer to everything. Mm-hmm. That is great insight. Thank you for that. Bottle it up. And drink it down. Sweet. So I think this might be the last topic. Um, but being creatively stuck, uh, it can be kind of a hard. Excuse me. Kind of a hard thing to to get through. Um, but what are some things that you have done to help you get past that wall? Yeah, the best, the best way that I've seen to get out of a creative rut is to try something new, whether that is, uh, having a new experience or learning a new skill, doing something different helps change your your headspace and um it helps you get past that creative wall and um and yeah like at I at times I still feel like I'm there's a wall there um but I need to try new things to get past it is there anything new that you've been wanting to try to get yourself out of that rut yeah, actually, there's, there's something that I've been wanting to do. I've, I've told you about this before. Um, it's something that I've wanted to do since I was really young, uh, watching cartoons. Um, I've okay, really, cool. really wanted to Hold memorize. On. I know what you're going to say, and I'm really excited oh, to see it. Okay. However, I want to save this for the next episode, right. if that's okay with you. All right, we'll save that for next time. I will be ready. Okay, you're on the same page okay. okay I just would like to end this by encouraging you to leave some comments on our YouTube videos on Instagram, TikTok wherever you find us leave comments, we will read them we want to respond to them and we love the interaction that we get from you guys uh, this will help us fuel this podcast to help us figure out what we want this podcast to be about Um, but until then, this is, we're starting a podcast and we will see you on the next one. All right. Peace out guys.